Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Well, if you're watching, you get a you get a bonus. We're gonna stay with it. Thank you to the guys at BetOnline.ag. Uh, Don't forget to use that code and, and get that fifty percent welcome bonus. But we're gonna stick with it. We're gonna crank out a couple of here, a couple of episodes here. Uh, let Let's talk about um, draft day needs for the Commanders. So we've we've touched uh, through other shows. We've said that they need offensive line. They need cornerback. So that's maybe the first mm-hmm. round. But let let's let's say. Um, we jump into a, a time machine and we fast forward to the end of the draft. I'm talking the end of the weekend, Saturday into Sunday. What are some positions that that, that we think that the commanders need to address? So it's easy to say, obviously, uh, defensive back, offensive lineman. You could throw in a tight end here or there. But it, when the commanders come away with their seven, eight, nine-ish picks, what positions do we want to see? addressed and again you can go to betonline.ag get your 50 percent welcome bonus you can bet on uh some prop bets about uh positions guys that are going to go first overall conferences that kind of thing you can also bet on nhl and mlb uh nba the playoffs in the M- nba and nhl uh so go check them out and and put your put your money uh where you're where where you're thinking on the on draft day as well so there's some cool stuff there to check out there but draft day needs for the commanders and i'm thinking kind of broad seven rounds long what are the yeah. draft day needs i'm putting yeah. you kind of on the spot we've talked a lot about offensive line we've talked a lot about cornerback but what are some other spots that this team definitely needs to address before round seven is wrapped up and finished that is a great question i mean i'm imagining there being a little checklist that you're walking into right. the store with um you know maybe mama rivera maybe mama mayhew has given out a little grocery list they say hey go into the store and make Ronnie, sure you come go, out with Ronnie, go get things. this please Yes, go get these exact items. That's what I'm thinking. We obviously check the big ones, offensive line, cornerback. You got to make sure you address those positions. But a couple yeah. of that come to mind for me, uh, linebacker, I think you got to get somebody in the middle. Um, you may just have, you know, a young, hungry guy that can show up and uh, and make an impact or maybe have some impact on special teams. That's a position I'm looking at. Um, probably, no, no, not probably, definitely want to make sure you at least spend the draft pick on a quarter. Not mm-hmm. early, not in the first, just mid, mid to late round. If you think he's going to be something pretty good, maybe third round. But right. I'd say at least check that box throughout the day. It's getting to the point in this league, you got to get a quarterback every year, um, just just in case. Um, I think this this is a definitely a year where you got to go ahead and check that box. Um, another one that comes to mind for me is just a little bit of depth at the running back position. I would think a little depth over there as well. So those are those are three for me. I could probably keep going, but what do you got? Who what what positions are you wanting to see checked off the list? Well, I wanted to touch on tight end a little bit. I like if I were throwing in if we were had odds at, at bet online, I think heavily on offensive linemen and cornerback, but I could totally see them going with a tight end, especially if they're yeah. able to move down a little bit. I don't know that a tight end would would be a great pick at 16, but if you move back to like 20 you know three or something like that i wouldn't mind the guy from utah i wouldn't mind the the guy from georgia you know one of those guys so i I would definitely keep my eye on tight end but yeah i'm with you Uh, a lot of those make sense i think cornerback is so huge i mean go ask the 49ers i don't think you know they expected brock purdy to have to play a big role for them this year but they took a quarterback in the seventh round and it mattered so you never know when when you take a guy again at the most important position in sport 
sports. You can't have enough of them. You can't have enough upside guys. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. If you like a guy, uh, go get him. Um, I, you mentioned it, and I agree with you. I don't want one in the first round, um, but uh, yeah, definitely get a guy. Um, I think linebacker uh, makes sense. I think we, we've we've said a lot about offensive line, and and I've kind of have focused more on offensive tackle. But I think there are some really good guards in there that yeah. can really shore up the middle of that that offensive line that has kind of been a revolving door, not just in the way that they block, but also the names that have been in there the last few years since Brandon Sheriff, you know, left last year. So I think yeah. guards, offensive line in general, but guard center could also be a, a good spot to look at. Um, I, I wouldn't be mad at any of those picks uh, over the three days. I am going to throw in, I'm going to throw in receiver, but let me make sure mm. I give this caveat. I'm, I'm thinking a Cam Sims uh, special teams impact guy, right? Yeah. Somebody that that can be lower down on the on the depth chart. And yes, I know they brought in uh, the fella from Kansas City. I want to say Matt Kemp. I think his name. Marcus Kemp. Yeah, Marcus Kemp. Sorry, <laughs> got him confused. Marcus <laughs> Kemp is in town. He may be that special teams guy, but I mean, you still have a practice squad role. Uh, you know, if you draft the receiver, so I still think you should get somebody that you think could you know, potentially fill in for what Cam Simmons was able to do on special teams. And, um, you know, we know that he doesn't have to necessarily play uh, play receiver right now. So I would say try to adjust that spot as well. Yeah. And I, I like the your running back pick. I think that that's an interesting one. I think I have been slightly, slightly underwhelmed with Antonio Gibson. I don't know if it's the way he was used in Scott Turner's offense, and maybe that'll change and ramp up with Eric Bieniemy. Um, but I think there's a reason that uh, Brian Robinson, before his, uh, you know, all of that happened with Brian Robinson happened, that Brian Robinson was beating him out uh, mm -hmm. towards the end of the off season. So I, I think a running back that can come in, uh, maybe a guy that just you know could catch a lot of passes, maybe doesn't have as much wear and tear because that makes me nervous with with any running back. Uh, but somebody to push Antonio Gibson. I, I think that that would be huge. I think that uh, Gibson would hopefully respond well to that. And, um, you know, you look at what Eric Bieniemy did in Kansas City. They didn't really have a feature guy, and they used a bunch of different guys. Sometimes it was the Jarek McKinnon game. Sometimes it was the I Isaiah Pacheco game. I think yeah. Ronald Jones even, you know, got a, got a run here and there. So uh, and you can't have enough running back. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You know, four guys that, that play different roles and different rotations. So I think a running back is huge. And um, I think that there, there are definitely some snaps to be had there for a young guy that can that is athletic and can do some things with the football. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned all those names. I was thinking about Philly. Like Philly yeah. had used a good, you know, two, three running backs deep. Plus Jalen Hurts was running the ball. So having that depth and being able to throw in some fresh legs is good. Um I think of that that other running back will be able to take take a load off of you know Robinson and Gibson and maybe you're able to put Gibson in a more specific position you know like this is kind yeah. of what you're gonna do you don't have to worry about running in the tackle you know in between the tackle we can let you be a third down uh, you know run routes against a linebacker or safety yeah. and get open that way so um, you know, it's gonna give you some flexibility. It's going to give you some flexibility, but I mean, now you know, like I said before, you, you're you're taking a chance to get as, as as much depth in your roster as possible, while these other teams have spent you know the vast majority of their their money on, on their quarterbacks. And yes, you're going to be able to get there, but whatever you do, 
you're going to have a hell of a Maserati that you just needs an engine to throw in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about uh, what our the division rivals might do with the draft coming up in, in, a, in the following episode. But but you talking about the Eagles, they, they always seem to draft so smart. Like they're kind of looking two to three steps ahead. So where a, where a running back may seem like a, a six round, nothing pick depth kind of guy. There's a chance that, you know, if, if, you know, Antonio Gibson doesn't live up to his contract or does, has a huge year, can you afford to pay him? Well, hopefully you've got a, a young guy that's been in the mix. I'm just thinking about running back as we're talking about it. Sure. But that you've got a guy in the mix that can be that starter in a couple of years. That's kind of how you have to think about this draft, too. It might not be just for 2023. Some of these picks, these draft day needs could be for down the road. To where I agree with you, a wide receiver – if there's a wide receiver that you like uh, in the second, third round, you know, Curtis Samuel could be up after this year. I mean, it's not like these guys are set in stone forever. So you got to have backup plans and, and depth and all of that in mind when you're making these picks. No, you really do. You really do. And trust me, they're taking that far ahead. Um, but, you know, just taking this opportunity to really fill out the rosters, I think has to be the play for, uh, for Ron Rivera in that front office. I mean, you're getting the new ownership coming here in a second. Um, you're going to have a great uh, opportunity to audition and showcase, say, hey, you just give me one more season to get this quarterback. Yeah. Like, we already have everything else built together. Uh, maybe it's something that helps them keep a job. Maybe it's something that is going to get uh, Eric Bieniemy a head coaching job. But that's that's definitely for a future, future episode right there. Yeah, so so for me, it, across seven rounds, I'm thinking a cornerback, maybe another cornerback, so two defensive backs, uh, definitely an offensive lineman or two. That's four of my, let's say, eight picks. I think I round that out with a quarterback, a running back, um, pass catcher, whether tight end or wide receiver, um, and then a linebacker. I think those are, those are all things, like if I had a wish list, if that was my grocery list, those were things that I would – be looking for and you never know you could add a couple more picks you could get rid of a couple picks if you try to move up somewhere in the draft but i think those are kind of the the key positions to look at for for the commanders in 2023 and beyond like we said yeah and i really want to go back and think about the tight end um first round may be a little bit too high just just because yeah. it almost you know it almost damn near determines that you're gonna have to get that person to football that early uh but Checking that box throughout the yeah. draft, somebody that's going to be able to you know, maybe maybe be a more stout run blocker or uh, a good blend in between, you know, a, a pass catcher and a blocker. That could be something to look into as well. So that yeah. is that's what I'm looking forward to. I think I think they're going to do all right. I, I'm trusting in this organization. In this yeah, and I, I think it, I think it's good that you have Jack Del Rio as a defensive the defensive coordinator who's been a head coach. Thank you. Uh, that has been a head coach. Uh, kind of knows how to build a roster, and he's kind of the head coach of the defense. Eric Bieniemy is going to be the head coach of the offense, so I imagine those guys have a big say, and it'll be interesting to see how those needs and those wishes kind of work themselves out in the first round and beyond. Because I, I got to feel like these are three guys that uh, know what they're doing and 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 want their want to say and what what's going on. So it'll be exciting to see. And like you said, I think the way they go with especially with the first round pick, but even into the middle rounds is going to determine kind of what their philosophy is. You know, if you, we see them load up on offensive linemen, they might, you know, Eric Bieniemy might be coming in wanting to run the ball a whole lot. 
Uh, if they're going mm-hmm. strong on defense, you know, uh, they're obviously kind of playing literally defense against some of what the the, the division rivals are going to do. So, yeah, I think the, tor- yeah. the story is going to be told based on some of these picks that these guys make. Yeah, that's, that's really is a good point. Um, we looking at what everybody else is doing. Like, wait, do we need to go ahead and stack up on defense? That makes a lot of sense, Brian. Yeah. Good point, man. You're a wise one at 32 years old. You're <laughs> well, wise. so you wisdom. Now. We'll we'll talk about the division rivals as much as we hate to uh, talk about them. We'll we'll talk about what they might do in the draft and how it could affect the Commanders. We'll do that next. Uh, so go to betonline.ag. We appreciate those guys. Uh, and again, you can make uh, some draft day prop bets, which I want to get to over the next week. I think there are some fun ones, and maybe we can keep a tally, a little pick sheet of who gets it right during the first round. So go check them out. Use our code BLEAV. If you're on the video, stick with us. We're going to get right into our third, our little like uh, our tri tripod episode here. We got three little episodes <laughs> in one. If not, if you're listening, we'll, we'll put this out uh, the next day. Uh, so look out for it. But uh, Anthony, as always, it's fun. Oh, this is just like draft week. We're cramming as much content as we can in in here, and it's going to be fun every step of the way. Yes, it will. I'm, I'm excited for the draft, uh, but we'll have more draft talk later on. Y'all stick with us. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.